When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Worlds Collide, the wrestling card podcast for wrestling fans by wrestling fans. Featuring Tony Bella from WrestlingTradingCards.com. This is like a, a stock market. Like- and Zan Morning from Wrestling With Cards on YouTube. And I'm not saying there's a right or wrong answer, I'm just posing the question. Join them as they navigate the world of wrestling cards, helping you build a bigger and better collection and making some money along the way. What's up, wrestling fans? I would start off with a super exciting, hey, ha, ha. ha. Guess what? We're probably going to make somebody mad today because as the title stated, we're talking about Chris Benoit cards. And I know there's a lot of people out there that don't like Chris Benoit, but, you know, history is history. And this was actually a request from somebody that listens to, I don't forgive me, I don't remember who it was, but they said, you guys should do Chris Benoit cards. I'm like, you got it, sir. Because it's this is your card 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 <laughs> there it is that's our official uh somebody we, we had tony kind of pre-produce that and then we we just now put that into the show so i hope you guys enjoy the kind of sound effects that we've got going now yeah we, we spared no expense in this show man we yeah, got we fancy sound effects <laughs> so according to training card database which we both i think don't think this part is accurate 142 cards and it seems like very, very, we say this every week. It seems like it's very low, but this one specifically does. Well, as our show notes take too, it could be just because of his, you know, his time of death of 2007. Uh, maybe he just didn't have any, you know, at that time, that would have been a lot in 2006, yeah. 2007. But to date, he's not been put on any other piece of cardboard, uh, you know, uh, officially anyways that I'm aware of uh, since then. But well, you know, and something else I've noticed with Trading Card Database, and we may have touched on this, but I think a lot of times they're not counting foreign produced cards, that's even what if I'm it's saying, yeah, if it's even if it's a bootleg and it does exist, like WTC puts it out there, these exist. They're not official, but they exist. Trading Card Database doesn't do that. So, uh, and then if you you know, I don't think they count TCG either. So that, that could be a whole bunch of stuff there, but. 142 cards. So if you're going to go after super collecting Chris Benoit, you, pro- you probably could get it pretty quick, I would say, except for maybe that WCW auto. But we'll talk about that card in a little bit. We're going to talk about the first card, the rookie card. Tony, what do you got? Mine's questionable, I guess. I mean, uh, people are going to probably gravitate towards a 98 because it's actually a Chris Benoit card. Um, but, you know, he was wild Pegasus. He's got, uh, he's got that 1995 BBM card. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, and, and I think that for many years, we've probably, as a as a card community, especially for wrestling card community, we've negated these other foreign stuff and just think that, oh, it's just North America, just North America, just North America. Uh, but as we've, you know, the the world is smaller because of the internet. It's smaller, mm-hmm. so we can't we can't discredit and just ignore that there are other cards out there from certain talent that existed someplace else. These are pack pullable type cards. They just came out of Japan. Uh, 
So to me, that's going to be that's going to be the rookie cards at 95 BBM. 100% agree. Uh, there, the, I'm with you though. I think there are people out there that look at the you know WCW card and they're like, well, it's Pat Poltwalt, so it was the BBM. Well, it, it's the first card that says Chris Benoit. And something I've actually kind of started thinking about this is interesting that in sports, you know, I, I constantly like to make parallels between sports cards and wrestling cards because I think that the sports card world is so far in advanced as far as their thinking over wrestling cards. But there's so many parallels that people could learn off of. And one thing that I see is, okay, um, you know, I want to plug, we had Shane Norton on sports card, nobody podcast. He does a top five and usually what his number one of the player that wore the Jersey or top five and whatever kind of the subject matter is on that. He's like, he, he starts going, okay, well, if you want to go after their cards, what do you look at? And so let's, we're going to talk about Chris Benoit. So if you want to talk about his rookie card, then you go to wild Pegasus or you go to this WCW one, but in a sports card world, you know, you might say like Tom Brady. Okay, well, his rookie card is a Patriots card, but his most valuable card is actually a Tampa Bay Bucks card. And some people would say like, well, it's his first appearance in another team's jersey. And I, all... pose, I pose this question, by the way, to the Card Foundation guys did one uh, recently on one of their podcasts. They talked about, and it wasn't me because I even heard like, you know, they, they covered uh, rookie cards. They picked Dexter Loomis. <laughs> Of course, and and but it, I didn't I didn't pick that, so it came in through uh, uh was it Rich Rick Rick Vox like somebody that? else picked it yeah. yeah yeah somebody else picked it and um um uh so they they're like wow I thought this would have been a Tony Vella questions like that like no it wasn't it wasn't him but they talked about like well we don't really consider his rookie car would be I think three of the four guys uh two of the three guys picked uh, uh his first rookie logoed tops. Mm-hmm. card from it's like they don't pick his his stan shaw character or sam, sam shaw character right. like from tna so i i pose a question i go well i'll pose it you you can read the names here okay i go is this a rookie card yeah or is that the rookie card right yeah <laughs> that, that that is a and we're talking about kareem abdul jabbar luau sender yeah you know there's the same thing when sports cards exist and they just look at it a different way like and there's There's people that are, you know, I understand if you're a fan of a specific set or you're like loyal to AEW and you hate WWE. So you only consider like the first AEW card as the rookie card. But you, you, but you can't do that. You can't, you can't just discredit facts, actual things that actually exist. You can't just go like, well, it's his his first AEW card. Yeah, but he has been around longer. Okay. You can't like. This is the day he was born. Nothing. I mean, no, come on, man. It's just ridiculous. I understand the perspective, <laughs> but it doesn't work that way in sports cards. It's not going to work that way in wrestling cards. Uh, so we've, es- we've established uh, Wild Pegasus. I think we're both on board with that. So uh, best card. I think this is this is going to go both ways, and I'll, I'll, I'll start with this one. The WCW Auto from, is it 98? 98. I always 98. Okay, I always get 98 and 99 because I know they had different talent in each one of those. Yeah. But the 98 Chris Benoit WCW Auto, the set is, it's the Wrestling All-Stars Junior, I like to call it, because it's like <laughs> right there underneath it as far as like maybe one of the best wrestling card sets of all time just for the lore and the names in the set. And he's in this. Uh, I believe this may be his first certified autograph card to my knowledge as well. Correct. So you've got that, but then you've got the like 
old school collector in that well i'm not like an old school collector but that mentality of base cards being autographed and if you can find a wild pegasus 95 bbm signed out there somewhere i would actually say that would be the best crispin wall card you could possibly find but i've yet to see one of those yeah until one of those uh you know shows up i still think the wcw is gonna be the, uh, the go-to yeah that that set just continues to you know, I did a, it's at the time of recording, it's not out. It actually just came out tonight, but I did the wrestling card market watch for July. And I just think it's interesting to see, um, Crispin wants a bigger name, but you know, like names like Prince Iakea or, you know, like some, some of the wrestling all-stars names like uh, rock and roll Buck Zumhoff. Obviously nobody likes that guy for the obvious reasons, yeah. but his like all of these lower end cards in these two sets, they just keep going up little yep. by little and raw. Like they don't even have to be PSA tens. Just yep. the raw versions of all of these just keep going up on the low end, not even the big names. So that's something I love. So we'll jump into the worst card. And I picked the 2002 Fleer Royal Rumble, AKA. And I don't like a lot of these, but for some reason, this that is card number 78. And I just, there, there's, I was looking for like, he, I was like, okay, I know Crispin was making some stupid faces and dumb poses in some of these cards, but I kept looking and I'm like, eh, it's not that bad. But for some reason, that was the one that I just liked the least. I don't know. Is that the one where he's, it's a pose shot, right? And he's, yeah. like, and he's just got that, that big gap in his te- teeth right yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. I think, and I think like when I look at the rabid Wolverine, you you look at a lot of his images and he looks like that. He's yeah. he's jacked. But, he's, he is, so... isn't, but isn't he smiling in this yes. one a little bit? Like yeah, he, he does not look. He he looks like Chris Benoit, the dentist. <laughs> or... Very bad one too. Yeah. Yes. The dollar <laughs> uh, store dentist. Uh yeah, that that is kind of a horrible card, right? It is. Yep. Uh, I got the 1999 tops nitro card number 48. He's doing a chop. It's just yep. a weird look. He's like this child, like. It's like he's swinging, and and it's like uh, that. Look at his face again. It's also an inaction shot. Action so it's shot. Already yeah. just, it's already going to be a bad card for me, anyways. And, just and like I thought another, that another horrible picture. I don't know if it's a photography issue that there's something because if you look at like if you look at some of the other action shots going from like 1990 classic all the way up to like current day prism, most of the action shots are clear cut. Like it's a drop kick. It's a punch. Yep. It's a clothesline, but this chop, there's something weird about the image to me. I just like, I don't really understand yeah. what I'm looking at. Yeah. It looks like he's terrified of a very large fly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just horrible. <laughs> Actually that 98 WCW, like I liked the, like uh, the 98, 99. I like the base cards, like just the superstar cards. Mm-hmm. And I liked the autographs, obviously. And the chromium that was in there was as like an insert. But then there was some yeah. other, like a lot of the other stuff in there, I think is total trash. Well, I, I like the chrome from uh, the series one. Mm-hmm. That was all basically pose shots and yep. it was 10 card set. So you had, you know, you had Luger and big show. I mean, well, you know, uh, giant uh, Hogan, you had all your stars there. So 10 cards. And it was that, it was that chrome card that had, had to peel, you know, the little, little protective yep. seal on like that. Um, and then they did all these pay-per-view action shots for the second series in 1999. And I didn't, I didn't like those at all. I didn't like the shots. I, I thought yeah. they were uh, good quality. Like the Chrome was good quality. I liked the, um, the, the font and the design. I just didn't like the pictures. 
Yeah, their pictures were action somewhat shots. not. Yeah, their action shots. Some of them didn't seem to be very as focused like that. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we're we're going off on the different things there. But yeah, uh, that's that's my worst Benoit one. <laughs> so the card that we would create, which is always interesting. Let's see if uh, I, I know mine is. I'll just go ahead and start. Mine's a little bit different. Yeah. Once again, we we usually do the same kind of thing. So I believe it was 1990. Uh, let's see, there there was a interest. I think I don't remember the year. There was a year that um, Marvel put out, or Flair, Flair, actually. They had Marvel cards and they had sports cards. They were doing the same thing. Yeah. So there were some metal cards that they had mashups. And it was like Barry Sanders with like the Incredible Hulk. Or it was like Captain America with, you know, some other wide receiver, Marvin Harrison or something. So 1994 Flair, which I remember when I was a kid, Flair came out. And they were thicker cards. The images was amazing. And oh, I think clear flare, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And they were expensive. I was like $5 for a pack and there's only four <laughs> cards in here. What are we doing? Like, and I remember thinking like, this is a ripoff. I didn't, I get these bench players. So I think it would be cool to use that same imagery and have Wolverine versus Chris Benoit. That'd be cool. Wolverine versus the rabid Wolverine and a cool crossover. I love crossover cards. And, you know, that would be an action shot sort of, but I've really seen a lot more recently. I've seen a lot of upper deck Marvel products where they have an action shot quote with two comic characters and they make it look really cool. So I think that would be cool to see an animated Wolverine versus an actual real person, Chris Benoit picture in the same card. That'd have been kind of cool. I like that. But the nickname and everything like that it works really good. Yep. That's great. Um, mine's pale in comparison. I, I, I like, <laughs> I want to, I would rather, I'll trade you my card for your card. <laughs> Uh, I, I went stupid, just a dual piece of championship Bella Benoit and, and Eddie, it, maybe having that picture from them in that, was it WrestleMania uh, 20 uh, moment and just kind of seeing that with all the confetti coming down. It's like that, maybe having some kind of a small piece of belt or memorabilia of some kind to, to commemorate that moment. What would be it's, cool? It, it's and kind of like the last really good moment. You really have an image of, of Benoit in the rings like that uh, is that feel good moment of him and, and Eddie together in that yeah. range like that. But one thing I think that I would like to see is um, I don't think we've ever seen actual ring used, which you, that, you know, they could certify it as ring used championship belts and relics. To my knowledge, we've never seen that. No, I don't think so because those belts, I, the, the real, real belts mm-hmm. are, stay with the company. Right. Um, everything else becomes a replica. So, right. um, you know, I wouldn't mind even if a replicas like that. Maybe it didn't have to be a belt. I, I you know, in that case, to me, I wouldn't even mind just having cause it's such a, a sort of a, a an image that sticks in my mind. Uh, of, if I had to remember this person, uh, I remember it more for Eddie than I do for him. But uh, just kind of seeing that that image and together, I mean, you have like a, a piece of like piece of the confetti, piece of the confetti, you know. That'd be great. That's what I was thinking. If it was, the confetti. I think they could do so much more with less if they would put actual ring used random things from events that sure. you know, people like what if what what if like they had the uh you know the Shane McMahon dollar bills or yeah. you know something you know that the, JBL could, had one of those too. Yep. Like yeah, if, those if, were all great. If they could do something that was actually involved with an event and then you know, it's, it's not going to cost them anything. All they got to do is send it to the trading card company. They don't even have to have that great of an image on it. But if a fan can see that and be like, I officially own a piece of what I watched on TV that night, 
Yeah. Like, I, that connection there is one thing that's that what, I just that's love. What made, uh, that's what made Fleer so special with their memorabilia card. They were way Absolutely. ahead of the game. Uh, you know, having steel chairs, having a piece of a ladder, having a piece uh, or a table, having a piece of, I mean, Kurt Angle's milk carton for crying out loud, a piece yep. of one of his ribbons that he wore the ring. So yeah. And all of it, all of them, regardless, I mean, we can have be conspiracy theorists all we want, but it does say it was worn at this event. And some of them had a specific dates and time you know, and mm-hmm. where it was worn and what matches they were. I mean, uh, they were great. That's what Flair was so good about their stuff back then. That's why I, I really love that stuff. So what do we think about Crispin Wall cards going forward? I, I don't know. I, I think uh, I hate to. Say, he was, I think he's tapped out. Oh my! <laughs> um, uh, that's that's just basically. I mean, from from a from an investment standpoint, uh, I, I think I'm actually kind of surprised to see that sometimes he generates the numbers that he does. It's usually just the autograph card. Really, mm-hmm. it's the main focal uh, thing. He has a Chrome autograph too, I believe, from Tops uh, in 2000, uh, 2006 Chrome. One, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that's it. I don't think he has any other autographs, to be honest with you. I think he has the two autographs. Yeah, uh, it, it, I'm with you. It seems like that 98 WCW people still chase after that, but I still see people just like posting his cards in general. And I'm like, are they Crispin Wall collectors? Are they like set collectors and they're just sharing off some pieces of the set? I don't know. Yeah, he's a weird, he, he's a weird topic to have. Yeah. Uh, again, we're not trying to be polarizing in any way of like uh, one side or the other. We're just we're just taking it from a trading card aspects like that and talking about trading cards. Um, I find it weird that there's people trying to throw common singles up there from base sets and trying to make some money off that. And are people actually buying them? Are they selling? Do they move? I don't think any of them are getting a I've, lot of. I've sold a lot of like the low end base stuff from random tops releases that have him in it people oh, buy them so i i'm just guessing it's a set collector and they need it for the set but as far as like going after chris benoit like you and i go after loomis or cross like i just don't see people doing that yeah i just R- rightfully I just, so but i mean i mean i know there's a sec a section of people out there who are like you know well i just go ahead and distance myself from outside the ring and i only uh sure. follow and i'm a fan of what he was inside the ring and I, it's like, okay, well, that's that's you then. But I, I don't know if those people are actually collecting, you know, are super collectors that they got to go out and collect the Benoit stuff. I, I think that the uh, the the tip of the iceberg for him and price wise is is what it is. I don't think it's ever going to go anywhere above and beyond that. So um, you might get lucky one day, and someone who needs to have that Benoit autograph card uh, for their set, they're missing it, might pay a little premium for it. But I think that what you see the market going for for his stuff is probably where it's always going to be. Yeah, I agree. I don't see there being any more demand or less demand. Obviously I think we're as low and as high at the same time as we're going to be. Uh, We and you both like to push the agenda of super collecting. I just don't see that many people going back and be like, Oh, I, I really connect with Chris Benoit. Like I guess, but I just don't see that many people being able to pick him of all people to be able to do people. I'm sure there are people out there who are, who are like that. I'm sure. But I think they are very far and few between. Yeah. And I, I told, I'm not saying that people shouldn't buy them either because uh, you know, if you're, if, if you're trying to put the set together or if you just want a piece of one of the most popular wrestling card sets of all time, this WCW autograph card is kind of a no brainer, like yeah. regardless of who you have. So Chris Benoit versus Prince Iakea, most people are probably going to want Chris Benoit over that. So I totally sure. get that, yeah. but uh, I don't see the cards going up or down over the over the course of, but you know, it's 
enough time has passed to where it can't go down anymore. But as we've stated, I don't think there's a huge collector base, but you know, if that's what you want to do, go for it. What do you say? Pick your lane, man, and stick with it. Speaking of picking your lane and letting everybody know where they can find you and where they can find all the information about crisp and walk cards that actually should be posted on trading card database, but they dropped the ball. Well, that would be wrestlingtradingcards.com. Celebrating 20 years this year, folks. 20 years. I keep forgetting to mention that. 20 years will be in December. Uh, hard to believe. But everything can be found right there on wrestlingtradingcards.com. Want to get a hold of me? Us? I always say me. It's a team effort, though. So I know I've actually gotten some messages before through the contact us on wrestlingtradingcards.com that I address things. Hey, hey Tony and Chuck. Like they uh, always uh, address him too. So uh, he's very, very much a big reason of why and w- what we are today now. So um, yeah, wrestlingtradingcards.com. Everything uh, you ever want to know and want to connect with us is on there. You can find me at Zan Morning on all social platforms. I think at this point, wrestling with cards on YouTube. That's like my main hub for content. V- two videos each and every week. You can check out the Wrestling With Cards podcast, my solo podcast, where I try to get episodes out as I can. Uh, Me and Tony have talked numerous, numerous times about time constraints, and we just kind of do as much content as we possibly can with the time that we have around everything else. So if we brought you some value today with this topic, please subscribe, whatever you're listening to this on, leave us a review and tell somebody about the show. Again, we, 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 we talk about super collectors. I think maybe my number two thing that I'm most passionate about is talking about getting more wrestling fans into cards, whether it's Chris Benoit or whether it's Chris Jericho or whether it's, you know, somebody wanting to compete with me and Tony on our Dexter Loomis and cross collections, like (laughs) just more people come on, come out of the woodwork, quit buying your replica belts, quit buying those crappy t-shirts that are going to disintegrate in two years, go buy wrestling cards. They hold more value. They're a lot more fun. You know how many cool cards you can go out and buy for the price of one replica belt? Yeah, our, Tony, our, do you do you have you started a Discord for Replica Belts R Us, the the tight tight knit community that owns Replica Belts? I uh, I don't know. I don't <laughs> maybe if 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 the fans demand it. <laughs> we just started something. Oh no, 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 I'm not. I'm not. I'm not the guy. That those messages will fall on deaf ears, people. <laughs> All right, thank you guys for listening again. Subscribe, leave a review. Please tell some people about the show. Spread the listener base. And until next time, just remember, wrestling cards rule. We'll see you.